Are you a woman committed to carving out an influential role for yourself, whether right where you are today or throughout your entire professional career? Then you'll want to listen closely. Welcome to Women's Rules of Engagement, a podcast for corporate women. Perhaps you're not satisfied with your career results, even though you've put your all into being seen and valued by your organization. You may be dealing with the after effects of bad advice that you don't even know you have. A KPMG study reveals the lessons executive women learned as little girls. Now listen to this closely because this was sad for me. 86% of these executive women said, be nice to others was the lesson they learned. 86% said, be respectful to authorities and our elders. And 86% said, be a good student. Do any of these stats resonate with you, like live within you? Is this the winning formula for success in your organization? I don't think so. And I don't believe you think so either. Can you see where this early learning may be restraining your advancement? big time. So the first place to check, because that's what you control, is your assumptions, is your belief system. But before we go there, let's look at today's business landscape, which also factors into the equation. You and I know something isn't adding up. It's just not right. Women earn more high-level degrees than men, not to mention women make up almost 52% of all professional-level positions. And yet, women still fall way behind where it counts, in the arena of authority and influence. Only 5% of S&P company CEO positions are held by women. And... Sad to say, that's down from 6% in 2017. Let's face it, this leadership imbalance doesn't appear to be turning around anytime in the near future. And this is particularly true when you look at statistics that show that men are being promoted 2.2% more than women. But I have to tell you, statistics are only one way to look at the issue. And it's a very narrow way of looking at it. Yes, like you, I'm angry that the glass ceiling has barely been breached after all these years. Progress is way too slow in my mind. But know this, it's your time. You're on the edge of a systemic, company-wide time when barriers are tumbling down. No kidding. I intend for each and every woman executive that hears me or I work with will be ready to take advantage of this amazing season in our history. The reality is you have very little impact on your company culture. That is, unless you're an executive woman at the senior ranks with the power to transform your company. So what's a lower ranking woman to do? You do have the power and ability to transform any bad advice that is hindering your career progression. 
that's within your power. Let me share a few career restrictors. If you can write, start transforming them one by one right now. Number one, bad advice. Never ask for help. Many women think asking is a sign of weakness. No, it is not. In fact, confident leaders understand how powerful seeking advice and assistance is for enhancing and expanding their knowledge base. In being assigned to high visibility assignments, for careers moving in the direction you choose, not one which is chosen for you by your company. And just as important, this attitude role models continuous development throughout the organization. After all, no one gets to the top alone. Do I want you to do it the same way your male colleagues do? Absolutely not. You're not a man. I'm encouraging you to find your voice when asking for what you want. Just as so many of my clients have, much to their delight, And it's open doors to recognition and promotion and fulfilling work. Don't stop even when you reach your goal is my advice to you. Let me share an off-the-wall yet on-target ask. After six months of being promoted to the C-suite in her organization, Cindy, a client of mine, was having deep misgivings. The CEO, the very, very guy who had promoted her and stood behind her and encouraged her career progression, didn't treat her as an equal to the men in the C-suite team. You know, we know from personal experience, not to mention research, which validates what we sense already, men and women are treated and mentored differently to the detriment of women. So this is not a small issue that Cindy was facing. You see, the CEO blew up regularly at his key men when problems arose. It was almost like a verbal cattle prod, jabbing them to faster and greater results through anger. Never Cindy, though. He acted as though she was a delicate flower who couldn't handle the heat. Cindy recognized this attitude was the death knell and didn't position her rightly in the organization. What did Cindy do? She asked for what she wanted. It started with inquiring if her boss regretted promoting her. Horrified by the question, he asked, no, why would you say that? Well, said Cindy, you don't behave toward me like the guys. If you respect and want me to be successful, you've got to yell at me just like the men on the team. If you can't do that, it's going to be a very tough road. Turns out her boss didn't realize he was handling her differently. Can you imagine asking to be yelled at like Cindy did? Think about doing the scary. That's what I'm talking about when we're saying ask for what you want. By the way, If I were coaching that CEO, I wouldn't want him to shout at anyone, but that's not what this podcast is all about. The question for you to answer is, do you believe Cindy had a chance of being successful had she not asked for what she wanted? What are you not asking for that is arresting your career progression? What are you going to do about it is really more pertinent.
Now, number two bad advice. Hard work is the ticket. There is no question that firefighting and production skills are the keys to the much coveted, you know, air quote, getting noticed and rewarded early in your career. It's just not the name of the game for reaching the senior ranks. Now, those hard-won skills and attitudes that earned you praise in the early stages of your career can work against you. At the higher levels, the emphasis is on establishing strategy, not merely completing a lengthy to-do list. It has more to do with using your soft skills to inspire others, not relying exclusively on your own experience and expertise alone. Let's open our mind a bit to take a leaf out of the learning from another field. Then it's up to you to translate it into your career. Research shows that figure skaters who practice over and over the leaps and spins they already know and are well-versed on remain average to low-level performers. You know, it's kind of akin to women who focus on completing projects on time and under budget as their key to promotion. Whereas above average figure skaters who are driving for that Olympic gold medal practice leaps and jumps they aspire to do but haven't mastered as yet. So are you going for the proverbial goal in your own career by practicing high-level attitudes and skills way before you need them? Senior level skills honored in any organization or business have more to do with wider ranging capabilities. You know, those capabilities are such as communicating concepts and principles, not merely priorities, projects, and tasks. It has way more to do with using soft skills to inspire others, not relying exclusively on your own experience and expertise. Keep in mind, an Ohio University study reveals, and I hate this, women work slightly longer hours than do men, but what they're putting their fingers on, what they're working on, doesn't lead to promotion. So all these women in the study are working hard, there's no question about it, but it isn't earning them what they believe should emerge from their dedicated, nose-to-the-grindstone work ethic. In every company, there are tasks and enterprises identified as leading to bigger, greater future. These are what are noticed and rewarded. But there are other activities that are important to do. They may even be part of your job description, but they don't lead to promotions. I'm not saying hard work isn't part and parcel of today's business model because it is. Every successful employee, no matter what level of the company, is putting in more than a 40-hour work week. What I want you to appreciate is that hard work alone isn't the secret sauce. It's what you are spending your time working on that accounts for promotion. Number three, bad advice. Have you bought into persevering against all odds? Surprised I'm saying this is bad advice? Especially when you read in leadership surveys that this is a trait that is admired. And if you followed me over time, you know I too see perseverance as a leadership quality. 
However, when you take perseverance too far, what you demonstrate is an immovable, closed-minded drive without any sensitivity or awareness regarding the environment around you. If you're not producing the results you intend, stubbornly sticking to a plan, especially in a marketplace, hear this, in a marketplace that is seeking resiliency from their go-to executives is never, ever a winning formula. Instead, recognize when it's time to do a hard reset like you do when your computer isn't working for you. I suggest you get quiet and imagine knowing what you understand right now about careers and business and promotion. Then toss out the game plan and begin all over from scratch with all of this knowledge that you now have acquired. What would you design for yourself, for your company and your career right now? What approach would you take on? What would you need to give up? Because it flat out isn't working for you. Don't get stuck attached to bad advice. I never want you to be one of those heartbreaking executive women who can't wait until they retire because they worked hard with their nose to the grindstone, persevering but never achieved all they desired from their career. Please don't let that be you. Yes, you'll run into roadblocks along the way. Yes, barriers are intended and come up, but they're for your good to hone your attitudes and skills. They cause you to re-examine and adjust. It's how you achieve a thriving career for yourself. When your career isn't as stellar as you wish, it's time to upgrade or even create a fresh plan of action. It always starts with transforming any internal limitations that hold you back. Your ability to grow and recreate yourself is infinite. A continuous reinvention process is how you soar and become all that you were created to be. So make sure you don't get stuck along the way. There is always so much more that I have to share with you. So come back again to Women's Rules of Engagement podcast. But before I leave, I want to challenge you to dig deep into your knowing. What bad advice is stunting you? What beliefs are you going to give up right now? And what are you going to take on that will have you obtaining all your career aspirations? Because as the amazing business guru Marshall Goldsmith wrote, what got you here won't get you there. I'd really appreciate your thoughts and feedback about the podcast. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Nancy Fredericks. Much success always. I'm thrilled you've listened to the Thrive with Nancy podcast. My intention is to offer quick tips designed for you to apply right away, ones that will boost your career immediately. I bet you're already considering ways to implement these new ideas. Perfect. Now, if you do me a favor, pass the podcast link on to those who will benefit, your friends and co-workers. Thanks so much.